Thursday evening, and you're tentatively optimistic. It's been a good day. You feel more yourself, and resetting the Neuromax chip probably did the trick. Find yourself smiling, and you accidentally smile towards a family. A mom catches your empty gaze, and you quickly look away. Sheepshead Bay, that's your stop. You dive headfirst into a biting winter wind and walk towards the beach. The beach is where you are sure your friends want to be buried when they die. It's a tiki bar at the end of Brighton Beach Avenue, right before it turns into Oriental. Years ago, back when you were roommates, you and Terry would drop in for a roadie before biking back from Cyclones games. In those days, the unrelenting wave of gentrification hadn't fully crashed upon the shores of Brighton Beach, and the beach's vibe skewed heavily male and reeked of flavored e-cigarettes. That same summer, they started construction on the Rockaway Barrier, the gargantuan floodgate built to mitigate the hurricanes, which brought a housing boom for South Brooklyn. And the rest? Well, that's history. Ancient history, ever since the Great Disappearing. That mysterious pandemic where 5% of the global population vanished? Most likely from some form of advanced bioterrorism. At least that was the consensus. After discovering microscopic machines and the sooty residue left behind by victims, a handful of terrorist organizations claimed responsibility and most people figured one of them must have done it. Or was it an inside job? Depends on who you ask. Things really changed after that. Democracies that declared emergency powers never really switched back. And paranoia turned to fear, turned to war. And although the last formal war ended eight years ago, most people today still pay for terrorism insurance and rush to buy the latest security technology. Just last week, you read that most Americans would prefer an AI neural network over a human for president. You find your friends near the back. They've secured a table. Mal and Iksha are already there. Iksha gets up and gives you a long hug. She tells you it's nice to see you. You smile. It's nice to see her too. And Mal, you did miss them. Hey, I got you a soda with bitters. Thanks. Hey, I know it's been a couple months, but I've meant to ask, how did it go with your parents? That feels like ages ago. But it was great in the end. My dad needed an explanation on the bathrooms, which was peak cringe. But it went a lot smoother than I thought. Thanks for asking. Iksha was just about to fill us in on our article for Wired. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's more about the scientist who's leading the research. So she grew up in East LA and ended up learning chemistry from drug labs. Really amazing journey. But the sciencey bit is about a discovery with the 2020 nanobots. The reason the molecular analysis kept screwing up is because their weight fluctuated in tiny, super-fast waves. We just didn't have the tech to detect it back then. So what Dr. Ayata, the scientist, is looking into now is if the bots could potentially create tiny wormholes. Seriously, like Star Trek shit. Whoa, wait. So terrorists have wormhole technology? 
That does not sound plausible at all. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it would mean it wasn't terrorists after all. Like, all those people didn't die. They were... Hey, y'all. It's no one sideways out there. You turn and smile at Terry as he squeezes through the crowd and takes a seat. You look so tired at the end of your own Let go and take a seat for me You see these many things you cling to They're pretty interject honestly can we not please i'm exhausted just thinking about it anymore it's been over a decade without a case but what if there's merit to the theory don't you want to know what really happened yeah but it's not like it will rewind the last decade look how much has changed since then i feel like we've gone off the deep end all of us obsessed with security and productivity <laughs> that's not a dig at me is it what? Because of your chip? I would never, man. I'm just saying, it feels like we picked up the yoke a little too fast after. Like we decided to run even faster to oblivion. Well, if by picking up the yoke you mean being able to remember my loved ones after they part, then guilty is charged. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, you sound like the commercial. Uh, I love you all. Go to hell. <laughs> I'm going to get a refill. Anyone need anything? Yeah, um, get me a well whiskey? Oh. Iksha and Mal attempt to hide their surprise, too. As far as they know, you've been dry for a year. You sure? Yeah, okay. No problem. I didn't believe all this hype. But I said, sure, I'll bite. Shoeless on the floor of his altar room. He said, take this pipe and breathe in slow. You'll be gone before you know where you are, what you are. Through the doors of perception, you'll go. You see, you're stuck, he said.
around you. The music's pulse sends waves of boogie throughout your body, starting at your tailbone. You sway your head in long serpentine arcs to and fro, allowing your head to loll and your neck muscles to stretch and let go. Your arms flop about at your side. You imagine yourself in an oversized white blazer on stage with just a guitar and a drum machine. The world comes in and out of focus. You catch bits of reality here, there. The song ends and you stop moving. Look up and realize you don't see your friends. You start edging out of the crowd to go look for them. Uh, what is that supposed to mean? Wait, what? I'm, so, I'm sorry, what happened? What? I'm so, I missed something. You suddenly find yourself facing Iksha. A general look of confusion and concern on your friends' faces. Uh, I should invest in a butt lift if I ever hope to find a man. Seriously? How can you say that to me? It's disgusting. Niksha turns and grimaces with disappointment as she re-enters the mass of pulsating humanity. You turn back to see Mao, scowling in disapproval. <clears throat> I'm going to grab another drink. Wanna join? You stand there, frozen looking confused. After a moment, you say, I, um, I gotta go pee. I'll, I'll meet you there, though. The bathroom is on the other side of the bar. Once inside, you stop at the mirror and look into your eyes. Okay. You're okay. Just sober up. Did you black out there for a second? You didn't have that much to drink. You splash some water on your face and shake it off. Then walk over to a stall, shut the door, and begin to lower your pants. Suddenly, the toilet disappears behind you. You are in the middle of a crowd by the bar. Shocked, you stumble back, accidentally elbowing someone hard. He looks up, angry, his drink spilled all over him. He sneers at you and tells you to watch it. People are starting to stare, some of them looking down at your hands, which are attempting to hide your exposed crotch. You hear someone say, Oh my God! As you frantically yank your pants up. More people are turning around and pointing. No one is hiding their revulsion. You rush for the door and stumble out into the winter storm. You sprint for the train station. The icy sleet tears at your bare arms, and just now you realize you left your coat somewhere inside. You stop for a second, but time keeps...